Welcome back to Country Coal Cans. I'm Logan sitting here with tr- Trucker Andy and Kyle. I almost said Trucker Kyle right then. Good gosh. I'm running on fumes this week, and it's I only Tuesday. A, I, I am a cross-country traveler like Trucker Andy, so you could call me that. You could be, but did you take a – you went to Vegas, but did, you, did, did you take a truck? I took a minivan around Vegas in a rental car, ah. if that counts. It was a Dodge Chrysler minivan. A Dodge Chrysler? Yeah, minivan, you know, yeah, that that doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, a, well, do, oh yeah, Dodge and Chrysler. The same. You're right. Yeah, you're right. It's a, <laughs> it was like I think it was a Chrysler. I have no idea the, the name of the Pacifica. Model. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Dodge has minivan. one too. Dodge, yeah, no, it is a caravan, right? right? That's a caravan. Dodge right? caravan and the yeah. Chrysler Pacifica. Yeah, I, I'm Pacifica not really big. A sport SUV. No, I think it's a minivan. No, it's a minivan. Definitely not a minivan. I've been 138 miles an hour in one of those. Not it's, a minivan. It's still a minivan. No, you're thinking of Crossfire. It's the little... No, little I'm definitely up. thinking of a Pacifica. It's got uh, four doors on it. At least they did in 2011. They had four doors. I think, we, I think, I think we need... It doesn't have I, a sliding door. It it's it's a minivan. minivan. It's a minivan. I think we I think we need to pull up... Uh, I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah, we need to ask our assistant... Eli, I am referring to the 2010-2011 Chrysler Pacificas. I'll even put 2011 Pacifica in there. Chrysler Pacifica is a minivan. Yes, 1,000% minivan. If you went 130 in a minivan, well, you were doing something, buddy. Did 138. Definitely wasn't a minivan. This is definitely a, like a sport SUV. Mm. Hold on. Pulling up the screen right now so you can see. Uh, I don't even think Chrysler. Pacifica minivan. Chrysler.com. You can hear your facts are wrong. I work in automotive marketing. Trust me. Yeah, yeah, stop. yeah but that says it's a 2022. Stop with your they misinformation, Andy. They, they could have changed it to a minivan in the last 10 years. Why on earth would they do that? Yeah, why would you take something that's not a minivan and make it into a minivan? Yeah, it's like the least cool thing ever. Does that sounds like something Chrysler would do? It's like it's like trying to turn a Tahoe into a minivan. The, that red one on the left is uh, not a minivan. Wait, you said 2011? Cross. That's actually we, what it looked could, like. We could have a we could have a uh, little bit of there, a. Well, there is no 2011. It there is like no 2011. Well, the it, year was 2011, so it had to be. Well, that you can't move the goalpost on us like that. You said, said it was a 2011. You said it was a no. 2010 or a 2011 Pacifica. What's the red one? What year is that? That's what that was like. a 04 to 08. I guess it was 04 to 08 then. Mm, so the now year was 2011. So now you're admitting you are incorrect. It's now a minivan if you look at it. It wasn't then though. No. I mean, that, and it that went thing- 138 miles an hour. It looked like the Pacifica started doing 12-ounce curls after a freshman year of college, yeah. if we're being re- realistic. <laughs> Either way, people are like, why the fuck are they talking about minivans? <laughs> so Kyle went to oh, Vegas. We're not talking about minivans. Wow. It was, Crossover it was, SUV, bitches. It's, it's, it's a minivan. It's a minivan. Yeah, it's, it's a minivan currently, so you were incorrect. Andy. Yeah. Well, I was also stand, talking about the past. Stand down, Andy. Stand down. Yeah, stand down. Stand down. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kyle went to Vegas. How was Vegas? Hot as fuck. <laughs> it was really hot. No, it was a good trip. Um, I do have a serious bone to pick, and I even emailed Delta because I know gas and everything's gotten insanely high, but that's no reason at all to not run the air conditioning either way. Mm. That plane was hot as hell both ways. Me and Bailey were, like, dying. It was so bad that we even took the little like pamphlet that shows you how to like pull your oxygen mask down, fanning ourselves. It was. Oh, you were saying you were pulling it down to get air because it was so no, muggy. It was no, it wasn't muggy. It was just hot. I mean, it was just miserable. I mean, and I know the air worked because you know when you're sitting at the terminal and you're waiting to be backed up and then taxi on the runway, because okay, you might be you know the engines aren't throttled up. That's why it's kind of warm in here. When we took off, it was like a 10-minute window 
where it was starting to cool off. It's okay. All right. You know, the engine's got to be running to really get the air conditioner running. And then it was like after 10 minutes, once you leveled off, poof. Now, just no air. What are you doing? That's awful. I remember yeah, one there, time. There is no, there's nothing worse. I really don't think Nothing's so. worse than not having air conditioning on some type of vehicle, whether it's in the air or on the ground, because I, I feel you because um andy you didn't go on this trip when we were seniors in high school but you know like the the grad bash thing they have at universal so my high school senior class we had raised money for it and we took a bus down to florida for that on the way back and you know the way back from any trip is the most miserable part i was sitting there and had the one seat on the entire freaking bus that did not have air conditioning and we were in the middle of may heat in georgia when it stopped working it was the worst ride of my life but i mean you at least were on ground level in Georgia. I was 35,000 feet where it was like negative 60 degrees, according to the little flight tracker. And so shouldn't it, it have been cold? That's what it, I was going to say. One, one, one would think. Colder. One would think. Maybe he was running cold. the heat. Maybe he was running the heat. I have no idea. If it's like, negative 60 out, Kyle, and you're complaining that it's hot, if you might be the problem. Yeah, he's like, that Georgia no, heat's got nothing on negative 60 degrees no, in the it air. Wasn't, it wasn't just me. You know, it was just random couple beside us, and they would just like look over and be like, is it hot, y'all? Like, damn right, it's hot. Kyle it's sweating over here. Cape. Damn, it's hot in here. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it was it was miserable. The flight. Like, There's no rule about not being able to wear, uh, having to wear a shirt on the plane. What are you gonna was, do? Kick me out? I was getting to that point, man. In a flight, it just makes it that much worse, you know. Because shoot, at least in a vehicle, you could roll the windows down and get some air moving on you. It's just no air. It's just the same muggy ass air. And you're sitting in it. Now, other than that, trip was great. Um, Sasha and I, Twain. Oh yeah, she's yeah, she's she's back on the prowl. She she took some time off. I think she went the Garth Brooks route, and Trisha Yearwood route, where she took. I can't remember exactly how long it's been. She's been out of the scene for a while, uh, raising kids. So you yeah. know, good for her. Good for her. Nothing How's wrong the with show? that. Oh, phenomenal. She still got it and every bit of it. My only complaint. Was you know this, her main big hit, you know, man? Feel like a woman? Um, yeah. Uh, so that's what my big question was, and I'm sure everybody wants to know. Did nah, you sit there and you were like, "Let's nah, go, girls"? <laughs> no, nah, I didn't. But she sang. Um, that means he did. No, I really, I really didn't. I, I, I like Shania Twain. I really do. Uh, I'm a big fan of her. Um, but <clears throat> I told Bailey. Uh, after she played, you know, that don't impress me much or whatever. I was like, oh, she's only got like two major hits left. So she's going to sing, um, you know, up or something. And then she's just going to walk off the stage. And then, you know, everybody's going to be like, encore, encore. And then, you know, she's going to play Feel Like a Woman. But she just dropped Feel Like a Woman and then just walked off. And I was like, I was really anticlimactic. Like, I was expecting a, you know, big encore. And, you know, you just drop it, you know. Bailey was really hoping she would say, you know, let's go girls. And, you know, she could, Bailey could fangirl really hard. I could have done without the like Chippendale light male dancers she had. They were kind of weird. Um, kind of took away from the old concert, but yeah. I bet you don't complain about the background dancers for like Shakira. I don't really pay attention to the background dancers for Shakira. I just kind of <laughs> watch Shakira, if I'm being honest. Yeah, and she is fair. now, she was recently cheated on by Gerard Piquet, who was a Spanish international soccer player. Yeah. Stupidest mf alive, if we're being honest. Like, you're married to Shakira, bro. What are you doing? What are you doing? I mean, I can agree with that. That's dumb. What What are you doing? Yeah. So, it's like Jay-Z trying to cheat on Beyonce. Like, what are you doing, bro? You date one of, like, the ten hottest women on the planet. What are you doing? Yeah. There's nowhere to go up. Yeah. You're at the top tier. It's just, yeah. like, what are you doing? Hey, man, if a man wants a strange, he wants some strange. <laughs> it's an interesting way of phrase. Okay. No, man, I'm just saying, there's not, that's not much better than Shakira, man. You, can, you can't do much better than that, so. Nah, I mean, Shakira has a smoke, so, yeah. Oh yeah, that was the best Super time, Super Bowl halftime show in the yeah, last her and twenty J-Lo, years. Good gosh, man! Yeah, that was now, phenomenal. This was my beef I have with people complaining about that. There were so many people. Somebody filed a complaint saying that it was inappropriate for television, broadcast television. Shut no, up, bro! Nobody gave a fuck the year before when Adam Levine took his shirt off, and all the all the people started mm. going, "Ooh, yeah, look at Adam Levine!" 
blah, blah, blah. You know, they didn't give a fuck about mm-hmm. that. But the moment that J-Lo and Shakira up there doing what they do at their uh, performances, now, you uh, know, apparently you know, it's, a, you want, it's a crime. You know, my honest opinion is probably 90% of women watch the Super Bowl with their husbands and or husbands' friends at Super Bowl parties. And the only part they really care about is the halftime show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were instantly mad that like all of their husbands and were paying attention to it to the half time yeah, yeah to the halftime show when Shakira and they were playing like why do you care so much this year what are you doing you know that's probably, that's probably why they were so and I guarantee there's somebody out there. this has been the best halftime show since uh, since uh, Janet Jackson <laughs> yeah, I still remember watching that yeah, was... I missed it that year we were oh, we really? were only like nine or ten years old yeah I remember watching that and then like. Kyle was like, ten minutes after video games again. (laughs) (laughs) Ten minutes after it happened, mom was like, "Didn't she's like, you see the halftime show?" I was like, "No, no, no, I did not. I definitely didn't see her titties." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that reminds me. uh, When I was like seven years old, it was probably ten. It was probably ten years old. It was when I think it was Grand Theft Auto, the video game San Andreas came out. Oh yeah, and I lied to my mom. She's like, "Well, Grand Theft Auto, that doesn't sound like." A game that you really need to play, and I was like, "It's not that; it's a racing game. You know, you when you win, you steal the person you beat's car. That's how it goes." She was like, "Oh, okay, okay." And then I was in there in the strip club in San Andreas, getting a lap dance <laughs> by like this pixelated body, and she was like, "What are you playing?" Well, like, this is the oh. this is the trophy. This is the uh, prize for the winner of the race. <laughs> I was like ten years old. You steal the car club, and you end up in the strip club. Yeah, I was in the strip club, and you could like have like certain motions where they you tried to feel them up, and then if they didn't like it, <laughs> like keep the bouncer would come in and throw you out. Yeah, my mom walked in on me in that, and I was like ten years old. And then it's like you go over to the bar on San Andreas, and then you take like a few shots, and then everything starts getting yeah, blurry yeah, and wobbly yeah, like yeah. this. <laughs> you start walking around. Yeah. yeah, I remember my mom walking in. And I was in the strip. Club. In San Andreas. <laughs> like if, if we up. just if we just took that clip out right there, that would be a hilarious out of context. Yeah, it would. Yeah, ten years old in the strip club in San Andreas, and my mom walked in on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shania Twain, man, she's uh she's doing she's back touring, man. She was phenomenal. I was I was very impressed. Hell yeah, dude. she's a legend. Yeah, one of the best selling artists of all time, regardless of genre. So. Yeah, she and well, the only downside is she's Canadian, uh, but <laughs> it's really the only complaint I have against her. <laughs> well, speaking of news that happened while you were on vacation in Vegas, um, Andy, you said you didn't know that much about it, Kyle. You know a little bit, but there's a new golf league, the, yes, the Li- yes. LIV Live Golf, Greg Norman. So, you know, the guy that they call the shark, you know, the polos with the shark on it. And if it's on mm-hmm. navy blue, it looks like a Harris Teeter uniform. Really yeah, nice polos. He's also one of the main commentators, right? I don't know that for sure. Okay. But I, I thought got, those were Walmart brand polos. I know you got Fa- I know you got Fowler. He's like one of the big commentators in golf. Um, yeah, commentator got, now? Are you talking about Ricky Fowler? No, no. Um, I think it's Greg Fowler. I think it's his name. Fowler. Kevin Fowler. No, he's Hell yeah, I like beer. I can't remember his name. He's one of the people you hear when you when you watch a major. Commentating with Jim Nance, mm, maybe I don't know. Okay. All sure. I ever know, is yeah. Jim continue, Nance. yeah. But there's a rival golf league now. Greg Norman is the founder and CEO, and there's a bit of in the in the media. Everybody's getting on their soapbox and trying to virtue signal again, which is ugh, annoying to me. But they're the reason they're doing that is because the it's being funded by the Saudis, the Saudi Arabians. And people are just like saying it's blood money and everything. And so get this. I, I can't I haven't been able to confirm this, but I've heard that the money. All, so you don't get guaranteed money on the PGA mm-hmm. on the PGA tour. And the PGA tour is nothing but a regular season golf league. They don't control nor have any say so over the four majors. They just are a regular season golf league. That's what live golf is going to be. Well, Live Golf springs up and starts poaching a lot of the older guys. And the only one who's kind of in his prime, um, who he's getting a little older, he's 37 now that they got was Dustin Johnson. But they're offering guaranteed money up front, along with the biggest purses you've ever seen. Their first event in London last week had a $25 million purse. They also have DeChambeau now. Yeah, they have DeChambeau now, too. Um, and who so is very much th- in his prime. Yeah. I mean, if he 
gets back on track. He had yeah, a little yeah, bit of yeah. a, a rough patch there recently, and then he broke yeah. his hand. But they're offering guaranteed money, which the PGA Tour doesn't do. So Phil Mickelson reportedly got $200 million up front to join Live Golf. Um, I think it was $165 million is what they gave Dustin Johnson. Uh, DeChambeau is reportedly getting somewhere around $100 million. Just like guaranteed money up front. Here's your cash. Come play for our league. They offered Tiger rumored to be between eight hundred and nine hundred million dollars. He turned it down. He's an idiot. Well, he already is a billionaire once again. The most impressive thing I've ever seen. Third First athlete. athlete to ever become a billionaire has to have like a seven hundred fifty million dollar settlement because of you know his cheating on his wife for many many years with cocktail waitresses. Then. Fast forward to now, he hits a billion dollars again. He's yeah. become a billionaire twice. Very impressive. But Tiger turned it down. Rory is against it. Jordan Spieth is against it. Justin Thomas against it, and so on and so forth. But they're getting a lot of the older guys. They've got DJ. They've got DeChambeau. And it's a little bit different. It's a smaller field, no cut, only three uh, uh, rounds instead of four, so there's no cut over the tournaments. It's your Most of it is team play, even though you play your own ball. You have teams of four. They held like a draft, and it's shotgun starts. But it's a $25 million purse for the first tournament, and the winners got like $4 million each of the of the team. It's like just crazy. They've never had purses like that in the PGA. Now, yeah. everyone's saying it's blood money. They shouldn't do it. That They'll do anything for cash. And they're mad because as of right now, they're not barred from competing for the majors. So the U.S. Open this weekend, Phil and all those guys are playing in the U.S. Open. I thought they suspended quite a few of them. PGA Tour doesn't control the majors. Majors, okay. It's a regular season golf league. Yeah. Now, the one thing that I've been reading on the Live Golf Tour is the PGA is in serious, serious trouble. Because once the U.S. Open happens, there's a lot of those players that are like, I'm not really interested in it, are going to bail. Some might. It depends no, on, I, I believe, it, I believe it, quite it depends on what Augusta does. Like, that's by invite only. So if Augusta decides to draw a line in the sand and not allow those guys to play, that's a I big deal. I don't but, think Augusta has the balls because... <laughs> I don't think so either. I, no, because I mean, here, here's, my, here's my thinking behind it is... Once the U.S. Open happens and everyone can see how the dust settles after the last major, we used to have the British Open, I think. Yeah, the Open. Yeah, yeah, the Open, yeah. Once everyone really sees how the dust settles after the U.S. Open, that's why I think a lot of those players haven't really made a move yet. But if you start really seeing like people like Spieth. They're, well, they've already been very vocal of saying, right, no, I, we won't wait, go kind of thing. I, what I'm saying is wait until the U.S. Open happens. Because after the U.S. Open, if, if the Live Golf Tour starts throwing around serious cash and, like, the main purse they can win at any other PGA event is, like, 250 k they don't have any. I mean, I really – you can – not unless they have some serious moral codes, are they going to turn down that money? Oh, yeah. I mean, some of the guys have already turned down the money is my point. Right. Well, Tiger doesn't need it. But Rory's turned it down. Speed's turned it down. JT's turned it down. Yeah, I think uh, I would. Is I would money really, really that bad. Well, you have to earn your money in the PGA Tour. Yeah, this is yeah. where I think I, you you still have a chance to earn money with the Live Golf, but they're Andy. We're not talking about 100k. We're talking like four. We're talking million. about 100 to 200 million is what these guys got yeah. up front. Yeah, I was saying, yeah. what's wrong with that 100 200 million? Nothing at all. That's why I was. I don't get how people are mad. Well, they put that I, Saudi I, gas I, in cars every day. Well, it's not only that. Like the the Saudis are already involved in Formula One. They're already involved in soccer. On top of that, WWE. the PGA, the PGA, the NBA, and God knows who else in both business, politics, and sports all do business with China. China is just as bad as the Saudis when no, it comes worse. to human rights. Probably worse than the when it comes yeah. to human rights violations. Nobody's saying a word about LeBron James, um, you know, refusing to say anything bad about China because the NBA is fully entrenched with them. The PGA Tour has a tour in China. They're doing business with bad people who are yeah, arguably the, worse than the Saudis. The Saudis are, are bad. The, like I'm not saying they're not. Yeah, the, no, they're no, they're not, they're not a perfect um, society. I mean, they still have. I mean, they're awful. Let's call it Spain. Yeah. Spain. Yeah, I mean, they still have public beheadings of 
gay people and, and journalists and everything. And, yeah, they, they do know, really mess up stuff to n- people. Now, what you said right there is the main reason people are so upset. Because let's just ignore not to get political on this show. Let's just ignore that Khashoggi guy's background. They did whack him, <laughs> and he was a journalist, which is why I think a lot of sports media it just hates this. Oh, sure. And I'm, I'm not disagreeing with that, but China does the same stuff. And everybody's right, so but, firmly but, entrenched with China uh, doing business that they, they just are willing to look right. past that. I think I think that's the major difference, though, is like yeah. they actually whacked it. Well, he was like a quasi-American journalist. Yeah, I know. I know. Like, and I, I think if the Chinese actually whacked like some random Chinese expatriate or whatever, who is like a major columnist. I think you would have a more apt comparison, but yeah, I disagree. Okay. I, human okay. rights violations are human rights violations. I, yeah, but everybody, I like, yeah, everybody's a hypocrite. Yeah, I mean, like it, it comes down to the fact that they're saying that the Saudi money is blood money, but the Chinese money isn't. Doesn't make sense to me. Chinese no. Communist Party is awful. Saudi government's awful. Yeah, um, no. they're they're all doing really, really, and I hate when people say, "Well, in America, we do a lot of bad stuff." Too. Yeah, I mean, sure, but nothing to the extent that we don't hang the gay Saudis people. and the and the Chinese yeah, do. We don't hang gay people from cranes. No, no, in God, the town, no. in the town center, that would be just flat out have, evil and wrong. They still have public beheadings. Yes, in Saudi Arabia, yeah, yeah. it's just wild. I mean, the the Chinese have internment camps for for their Muslim citizens. Yeah. Yeah, we're not, yeah, people aren't the same. However, I will never, ever, ever fault these athletes for. Not all bags are created equal. I will be the first to admit that. But I cannot say on this podcast that was going to be my question. That you look. Would you? Just, would I, you two take the I, deal? Yes, one thousand percent. Yeah, fuck yeah, I would too. Yeah, I'm just being honest. Yeah, like I just. I, because the way I look at it, if you gave me 160 million, not only let's just say Dustin Johnson, not only is that enough money for me for the rest of my life, it's enough for my grandkids mm-hmm. to never have to worry about anything. And great grandkids. Yeah. Gen- and I, anyone who is alive, if you can think what you would want to do, but if you're in that situation, 99.9% of people. And the reason like you have people like Tiger Woods is because you can't buy Tiger Woods. He is. He's he's too too rich. Yeah. You can't buy him. I mean, he has more money than God, but, but these, these like, you know, well, Phil, he has a lot of money, but you know, people like Dustin Johnson and Phil also has gambling debts. He's got to pay supposedly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. So I, I don't fault him. This is no, my main thing. I, I don't either. I mean, I find it funny when Rory is like making comments about you know well, it well, being wrong and everything. And Rory is sponsored by who? Nike. Where does yeah. Nike manufacture a lot of their stuff, and who do they employ to do so? Come on, man. Like, well, I, take a look my, in your own you, closet before you start talking about people getting generational money. Like Dustin, and the thing is, they get to play less golf. It's not as many tur- it's not as many tournaments that are required yeah. as like the PGA does. Well, Dustin Johnson said, "I did this for my family." He pointed out, and he goes, "And think about it." He goes, "I don't have to play as much golf." He goes, "We don't want to play golf every weekend." He said, yeah. "I get to fish more. I get to spend more time with my kids." Yeah, I was like, "I don't blame that. the guy." I mean, and you want my cynical take on Rory? I'm a big Rory fan. I like Rory. I like I, Rory. I, yeah, I was rooting for him in the Masters and the uh, PGA, uh, especially after he had that phenomenal run on both Sundays, but. A cynical take. <laughs> Rory wants less competition, so you can finally get the uh, yeah. <laughs> so you can finally uh, well the uh, that that's with the majors, but these guys will be in the majors. Yeah, that's true. The PGA yeah. doesn't even control the PGA Championship. That's the PGA of America. The PGA Tour is a separate thing. USGA uh, yeah. runs the U.S. Open, or forget the group for the Open, and then Augusta National runs the Masters. So, like the if the majors the P, don't ban them, PGA this is going to be a successful venture. Does the, does the PGA run the PGA championship? No. no. Oh, yeah, who runs that? PGA of America. That's different from the uh, PGA tour. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're they're just cut then. Yeah. If if the majors don't ban them, this there's nothing they can do. And you know, I really don't I know one th- thing they could do. What is that? They could bring in. They should could allow John Daly to come in. Smoke, drink, and not wear shoes. And, and ride a golf cart. <laughs> yeah, sold out crowds. 
I would pay money to watch that. You know what oh, live yeah. golf? You know what live golf should do? They should just pay John Daly to just sit in a golf cart and follow the leader and just with commentate. a case of beer and just commentate. Yeah. And the thing is that these He's guys phenomenal are phenomenal. It's not That's like a good idea. It's not actually. like they're going over to Saudi Arabia to play either. They're, they played the first event in London. They're playing in uh, Portland, I think. Playing in Florida. Uh, I also think some of the reason why some of these um, folks in the media are mad too is because the PGA Tour pulled out of uh, Trump's golf course that was supposed to hold a PGA event. Live Tour said they're going to play there. I think that yeah, plays sure. into some of it too. Yeah, but yeah, whatever. I don't care. But reality is they're playing in America and Europe. Like it's not like this is it, it's it's funded by bad people. A lot of things you're out, your iPhones are funded by bad people. Your, um, the NBA is, has gets money from bad people. The PGA gets money from bad people. Reality is that's just a, if we're, unless we're going to completely back away from everyone, show me the money, Johnny Manziel style, son. Yeah, absolutely. I'll take that. I'll go get this bread as the kids say. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't, it's not, I don't think it's going to fail. And no, if they if they do allow majors, then they're fucked. The PGA is fucked. Yeah, it's really Andy might get this reference more than you, Kyle, but it's really similar to the late '90s professional wrestling, where WCW was owned by Turner and Tom Warner, and they were offering guaranteed money to the wrestlers. And WWE back then, WWF was not offering guaranteed money. It was an opportunity, and you based on how many dates a year and how much money you drew is how you got paid. WCW's was taking so much talent that eventually WWE had to start offering guaranteed money. WWE is the uh, PGA and live is WCW guaranteed money. Competition and the golf fans win. Yep. Exactly. Instead of Monday night wars, we're having weekend wars on the, on the course. Yeah. So I, I don't have a problem with it. And I think we should take a brief moment before moving into the songs for this week to acknowledge the come up. By Dustin Johnson. It's impressive. A guy from Columbia, South Carolina. Goes to Coastal Carolina to play golf. Coastal Carolina is Conway, South Carolina, right near Myrtle Beach. Dirty Myrtle. Hats off. Uh, shout out, Sonny Lefford. Um, then he goes to the tour at like 24 years old. Wins a couple majors. And marries Paulina Gretzky. Whew. Yeah, Smoke also show. gets in trouble for spitting on the greens. Yeah, I know. Spitting dip spit on the greens. That's hilarious. And now Hell he just yeah, secured bro. the bag of $165 million. That guy has come a long way since he was born in Columbia, South Carolina. Like, oh, shout out Dustin yeah. Johnson. Yeah, shout out, bro. Yeah. Paulina Gretzky. That's a story that a lot of us can only dream of. Yeah. She was, by, she was on the cover of uh, the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Model. When, back when they still did it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. either way, that's the world of golf, man. I think it's all, all a big just social posturing and everything. Yeah, it's a nothing, it's a nothing burger. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Moving into the songs we have for this week. We only got three. Um, we got two new songs from Riley Green. So it's a, apparently Riley's about to have some new music is what I'm taking this as the obvious uh sign here because he released two songs it was almost like and they were released on the same day right yeah yeah so it was almost like an old school like when they released a single like a side and b side kind of thing one of them i had heard uh the second one we're going to cover i had heard before acoustically on youtube when he did his like uh series with some songwriters during the height of covid when everything was still kind of shut down but the other one, I had only heard like an acoustic clip from like a live concert. But the first one is Miles on Main by Riley Green. We were putting miles on Main. Sweating in the heat for a couple of bucks to buy beer and gasoline. So we could put some miles on Main. Back then we was all about. Says Miles on Main. Riley, the hardcore independent crowd is not going to ever like him. We've talked about this on here before, but Riley, if if radio sounds like Riley Green, that's a win for country music. I love his sound. Um, I agree. That's literally what I was thinking. Dude, I love his sound. Like it's this is like what mainstream country music should sound like in my mind. Um, It was 15 years ago. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of true. Um, but well, he this, even alludes to it in the song. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sounds like Toby Keith. Yeah, he, or no, Tim, Tim McGraw. McGraw. Tim yeah, McGraw, he said yeah. the radio sounded like Tim McGraw and not not get uh looking for that girl era Tim McGraw. We're talking about older Tim McGraw. Yeah. But yeah. but Riley, this is how mainstream country should sound. And, you know, he he has some he has some really good songs and he's not gonna ever write like Evan Felker, and that's fine. But this is how it should sound. So what did you guys think about Miles on Main song basically about, you know, making money and uh to get a truck when you're 16 and be so you can ride, do the Sonic 500, as we used to say in running rapids. Well, I didn't have a four wheel drive when I turned 16, but, um, I ain't never had four wheel drive. <laughs> Me either. The Explorer wasn't a four wheel drive. No two wheel drive. Really? And my F one fifty was a two wheel drive too. Just like Andy's was. Most of my F one fifties are two wheel drive. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I never had a four, well, I have a four wheel drive now, but, uh, I mean, Song kind of Big alludes money. to you know, <laughs> if it's just paid for uh, uh, bigger he's got, money. He's got that live golf money. Yeah, <laughs> it only took me five years, but yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, song kind of it's just what most teenage dudes in small towns do. So I mean, I sympathize with it. I enjoy it. It's not anything special. It's just easy listening. Yeah. I mean, that's what so. Yeah. Riley Green just sounds good. He doesn't ever put out a song that sounds bad. The What struck me, it just struck me when you sent it in the message that we were doing these two on this show. I was like, honestly, you could have not listened to these two songs, guessed on it, and you probably would have been dead accurate. Probably too. Probably so. Well, I disagree with what you said, Andy. The second song here doesn't sound very good. It kind of annoys me. <laughs> I can't wait for that conversation. It kind of annoys me. But I, one thing I want to say, I, I like this song too. Um, not reinventing the wheel, as I like to say, but I mean, it's it's a fun song to listen to. It's a good song to listen to during the summer while you're driving down the road. But yeah, I, I love the it. I love the Hardee's reference. Yeah, uh, when they were they were hanging yeah. out back in the Hardee's, like you don't hear Hardee's used in a song much, and Hardee's. Well, I re- Near and dear to my heart because I grew up right down the street from a Hardee's. We ate it every Saturday. Well, I even bought with a Hardee's because it was literally like half a block from the high school. Yeah, yeah, that was that, and that was where right. Right. That was a half a block from my house. Yeah, we used to always just meet up in the mornings and just sit in the Hardee's parking lot before school. I mean, it was just that in the Walmart parking lot. But as Chris Cagle said, but yeah. um, yeah, I really vibed it. I forgot about the Hardy's reference. Yeah, it's the same way I felt when I heard the Food Line reference and losing side of twenty five because yeah. like you don't hear many Food Line references. You don't hear many Hardy's. It's references. very southeast. Yeah, it is. It is. Yep. It was, and it was definitely when he was growing up. It was back when Hardy's wasn't a national uh, chain mm-hmm. to the extent that it is now. It was shout headquartered in Rocky Mountain, North Mount. Carolina, yeah. until two thousand one. Yeah. yeah, shout out to uh, Runner Rapids, North Carolina, and Gaston, where the only three Hardee's restaurants to still serve fried chicken. And I checked the other day, the one on uh, Weldon Road, where what's it called now, Julian Allsbrook Highway. That um, that still has fried chicken. Mm-hmm. It's the two in town and the one in Gaston. Yeah, are the only three in America that serve fried I, chicken. I got to next time I'm there, I'll have to check because Matthews, Virginia, used to. I, I went. Okay. I went there I, this past year, like but I forgot. Fifteen to look. years, they were the only three. So I'm not. Oh well, I, uh, about five, ten years ago, I heard there were twelve. Okay. Yeah, I could be wrong. But some of those have stopped serving it, so we could yeah. be the only three I, left. I, I could be yeah. wrong, but I've always, I've always been told, and that, and the only reason we're the only three is because we were like some of the OGs, yeah, parties that. When they used to serve fried chicken, so yeah, the nineties was a uh, late nineties was a mid late nineties was a big time for Hardy's fried chicken. It's still phenomenal. Oh yeah, it's very good. Yeah, very the two piece white baby. Mm-hmm. But that's Miles on Main, Riley Green. All right, keeping it with Riley, we have another one. This was one the one that I had heard on uh, YouTube when he was doing that. I think it was called the Golden Saul series or whatever it was. But this one's Wild Woman by Riley Green. Lord knows you're Andy wild woman what do you think well 
I don't understand what Kyle's gonna about to say, but it to me sounds like <laughs> Riley Green. I mean, it sounds the same as the rest of them. It sounds good. It's Riley Green. He has not broke the chain in a single song yet. Andy, didn't you also hate on like his EP hard because Andy, ha- Andy, hates, on a, Andy hates on yeah. a lot of things and then you'll find him listening to it later no, on yeah. after he hates Andy, it. You no, definitely hated on his EP for that. because you said two of the songs are the exact same song. Well, Which that's all he does. All of Riley Green's songs are pretty much the same. And all, some of them are literally the same because he yeah. released the same damn song five times. Well, well he, Andy means that also be, yeah, and not every song is actually literally the same. He just released it for the listeners, not you, Kyle. But yeah. Andy's saying that he released and when he did do this, the same song on multiple projects. Well, yeah, literally. It's like, the, the same it's like song. um it's like the Parker McCollum song that was on like an EP, a single, and then it was also on an pretty album. Pretty hard, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty hard. Yeah, well, this these two songs are gonna be on an EP in three months. Take it to the Guaranteed. bank. And then that EP will have five to six songs, and then those five to six songs will be on his album probably in the fall that has 10, 10 songs. If he does like he did in the past, I'd say yes, but I think he's kind of built himself up enough at this point. This might just go straight to being a full LP. Hope so. Yeah, this song this song doesn't do it. This song's annoying. <laughs> it's just wow, wow, wow. No, it's just it's just that's just Kyle must have never known any wild women, Andy. And it shows. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any wild ones. I know some crazy ones. One's upstairs. No, yeah, I, one's, up, I, one's upstairs. I just uh it's just it's just annoying. I don't know. I still I, just, I really like this song a lot, actually. I've okay. liked it since I heard it acoustically I, because I like the story behind it. Like, and, you know, the first verse opens with him talking about, you know, what kind of uh, lady she is. Then, you know, you find out in the chorus, she's a wild, wild woman, like Kyle said. But oh, we find out because he says it like eight times in the chorus. <laughs> but you didn't get mad at him saying Miles on Main 6,000 times in the previous chorus. But I yeah, digress. That's, that's, that's fair. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> but the line that I really, really love is in the second verse. He goes, uh, the river's going to run, the bird's going to fly. Hell, I can't t- tie you down, so I ain't going to try. So it's like when you're sitting there and you're you're losing your mind, as he says in the bridge, still trying to hold on to something that ain't going to be held on to. It's like, Andy, whose song was it that was like Wild Horse or Wild Horses? Um, was it? Richard Tool? Aaron Watson? Oh. He did it, uh, but I'm thinking, I think I'm thinking of Cody Johnson's song. Oh, he had a song No, it was uh, yeah. William Clark Green. I think it was William Clark Green's song. It was yeah. him or Cody Johnson. It was one of the two. I think actually, Cody I Johnson's. think you're right. You know, Cody Johnson has one. Yeah, he has a song and, called uh, Wild Horses. Uh, uh, WCG has a song called uh, Wild Horses. Yeah. Uh, Cody Johnson is called something different, though. Yeah. But see, oh, this wow. song is just... with the information. This song is just one of those things, though. It's like, you want to be with this woman. She drives you crazy in a good way, but you realize she's a... She, lack of a better phrase, she's a free spirit. And you ain't going to hold her down. She's not in a position where she wants to be serious. So what are you going to do? You're going to lose your mind still trying to hold on, but at the end of the day, you know, you can't tie her down. So you might, why are you even going to try kind of thing? Because as Kyle, Kyle loved to say, she's a wild, wild woman. Wild is used, Cody Johnson's song. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I I dig it. I, I like the premise of this song. Um, I think it's a relatable song for most people. Um, Andy liked it. Kyle didn't like this. How did y'all feel about Miles Man? You both like that one? Mm-hmm. Riley Green. I just vibe more with uh, Miles on Main. Miles on Main. Grew up in a small that. town. Just vibe more with it. I just, I just can't stand the chorus. <laughs> a wild woman. Because if he just left it at Wild Woman once, but then he has to do it again. And I'm yeah, like, but okay. she's wild. That's the that's how wild I she just, is. You got to say I'm it multiple not, times. Let everybody know. Just an, uh, just a, this lady. This lady's was, wild. She wild wild. <laughs> I was I was like sick when listening to this. Oh no, he's not gonna do it again. Like yeah, I said, he's, he's doing it again. But like I said, Kyle be riding in his truck that he's paid off because he's rich and says, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he says, Miles on Main six times. Kyle's like, hell yeah, brother, Miles hell on yeah. Main. <laughs> you already knew I got hype as hell when he mentioned Hardy stuff. I'm not gonna lie. I know I did too. I, I uh, love the Hardy's reference. I was like, hell yeah. I was like, you dropped Hardy's. Hardy's, yeah. hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's rock and roll. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a wild woman. Yeah. I really like the next song, though. Yeah, so the next one, we we featured um, 
It's it's by Megan Maroney. We featured her song Hair Salon a while back, which I think is a fantastic song. We added it to the Sad Boy Summer playlist, so check that out. Type in uh, Sad Boy Summer, Cold Cans Network on Spotify. Click the follow button on that. But we have a, a new one that's been released by Megan Maroney. I think it's her um, a, another single release that I'm hoping is going to be uh, precursor, precursor or whatever the word is, to a EP or a, a full-length record. But this one's called Fix You Too. Maybe we could be something So in this song, she takes a one that we've heard women sing about many, many times about a guy needing a lot of work and being a project. But instead of trying to quote unquote save him or saying yeah, you can't be saved, what I think the self-awareness is on this that is the true of a lot of relationships that she adds in here that a lot of artists don't do is she goes, I need a lot of work myself, so I don't need to fix you too. It's not so you're just fucked up and I'm not, I'm perfect. So you're going to have to hit, uh, hit the bricks there. Yeah, son. We're both fucked up, but we're both kind of fucked up. We both need some work and it's not going to work right now because you know, we're, we, we are not in a place where this is going to be a, a healthy relationship on it's top a, of that. Love her voice. Uh, yes, love her voice. Yes. It's an interesting take on, late teens, early twenties relationships from a female perspective. It's an honest take. Yeah. I think you could even extend that. If you don't live in a small town, we'll where everybody's married with two kids. By the time you're 25, you can extend that out to mid to late twenties too. I don't have, I'm not married and don't not, have kids. Not you, but I'm okay. talking about look around at our hometown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's some Raleigh local gals that are in the same boat though. And there are some, but it's, Fewer and further uh, in between than it is around back home. Other than us three, everybody's pretty much married. (laughs) Yeah. As a handful of us, we're the, as Jason is, will say, we're the last of our kind. Just dragging my feet, you're going to drag me, kicking and screaming. (laughs) I mean, uh, how many years are you in now? (laughs) Uh, Actually, um, Kyle's like, big news, we got married in Vegas. <laughs> what's today, Tuesday? That would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. Uh, we pulled a calendar up. I can tell you the exact, was it Friday? As of Saturday, me and Bailey have been dating 12 years. Mm. How long have you been engaged? Uh, back in March 4. <laughs> yeah. Might turn into 24 if I time we get there. When y'all were in Vegas, you know that there, I saw a, a wonton yes, Don video. You should have went to the Denny's that has for $200 a little side section over there where you can get married in a Denny's. You and Bailey totally should have done that when you were in Vegas. That would have been um, baller. We could have gotten like married uh, at the hotel we stayed at for nine ninety five. Oh, hell yeah. Should have done in the In the economical. Casino. Yeah. Well, I would have, but I knew what would have happened because I knew what my parents would have done if I went with her family. If I just got married in Vegas, because like, hey, I got married, they would have been pissed. <laughs> well, you got, well, damn, you could have at least invited us. We could have been there. We would have left. But yeah. Yeah. As I've always said, um, we'll have a little surprise at our wedding. So my, that's my prediction. <laughs> <laughs> always been my my prediction (laughs) Andy fix you too Megan Maroney what do you think I like too as which y'all said but also how she kind of I thought where she would like kind of dated her age too like where I'm guessing late 20s how where she starts out talking about like the house like you know like life's just starting out you know still trying to figure things out you know you know was the refrigerator and the roof's leaking you know kind of dating yourself like you know you got to fix her up house you know you're young getting your life started and you know it's like i just i don't i can't handle another problem right now type deal and like as y'all said too like how it's just it's a different song similar to hair salon it's just it's different Mm -hmm. hair salon's such a banger oh yeah it's an awesome song that's an awesome song but yeah, we recommend this one as well. Um, and I'm excited to hear more from... I've heard some clips of her doing some stuff acoustically on TikTok. Um, I, I dig some of the stuff she's been putting out there on that. So can't wait to hear some more music from Megan Maroney. But this fits you too. Yeah, I knew Andy liked the song as soon as the... Right before she drops the first chorus, 
when she has a little bit of a rasp. And I was like, oh, yep, Andy's going to like the song. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I like the song I four lines that. in. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Right when she dropped the first chorus, or for the first chorus, yep. I was like, oh, there's a little rasp. Andy's first in. verse had me. I was in on the first verse. <laughs> no tree, note to all country female singers. If you just have a little rasp in your voice, Andy's immediately a fan. Without mm-hmm. it, he hates it. 100% you know, right. right. <laughs> he, 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 he hates women. Could not he be. Hates, yeah, he hates all women that don't have a rasp in their voice. I so, hate smooth voiced women. Andy's like anti-smooth voice. <laughs> yeah, so no, smoke a cigarette if you're a female country artist. Andy, Andy likes, will, Andy likes it for you to have a voice that sounds like you're a wild, wild woman. That's not Green as wild surgeon. as Janis Joplin, though. Dial yeah, that's a little too wild. There always is a yeah. line. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's our music roundup for this week with just those three. Uh, it's draft time again, fellas. Uh, we're going to go to the wheel to decide the draft order. This week, we're drafting um, our top Mexican dishes. But before now, we do that, can I ask um, some some guidelines? Are we? Yeah, I would like, like to stipulate a guideline as well. Um. Are we talking exclusively like, because you know, Mexican varies by the 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 region. Uh, like, if I just say like a chori pollo, for example, which is just chicken and Mexican sausage, does that does that count? Or are we doing like what what? How exactly are we doing this? I say style of establishment matters to the dish. Are we talking about just exclusively like burrito? Well, a burrito is a dish. Yes, yes, but there's lots of burritos. Sure. I think that I don't think that just saying burrito counts. I think you have to specify, specify. what type okay. of burrito. Okay. Yeah, I don't mean put every single type. thing there, but yeah, what type of burrito? Okay. All right. Just want to make sure. Okay. Yeah. Four. All right. All right. So let's see who the wheel decides. See if the wheel actually is just. It hated me last time. Let's see if the wheel uh, who decides is going to be the first pick of the Mexican dish draft this week. And here we, we go. We're doing three or five. It's up to y'all. We do three, sometimes we do five others. All right, I get the first pick this week. Rock and roll. That's fixed. All right, who's going to be number two? Yeah, of course, the guy that spins the wheel gets picks himself yeah. first. Fixes in, player. bro. All right, Andy's second, Kyle's third. Trucker Andy. Is this snake or regular? Regular. I hate snake okay. drafts because I have to keep okay. up with who goes next. <laughs> okay. All right. So, did y'all decide y'all want to do three or five? Make it do five. Cinco. Cinco. Okay. Yeah, Cinco. All right, five. So, the first pick, I'm going to go with probably the most basic Mexican dish possible. ACP. But I love it. I I get it all the time. And that is the good old trusty... Arroz con pollo in the ACP. I knew y'all were going to pick that It's such a basic ass white dude. No lies detected. I'm not lying about it. I mean, I'm not disagreeing, but I love uh, some ACP. I know it's a basic mm. choice, but you can't go wrong with it when you're in a new establishment. I'm going first pick for me, ACP. You know me, the ACP. I knew y'all right. were going to pick that. Andy? Oh, uh, straight up enchiladas the superior mexican dish all right Kyle. uh this is my favorite it's uh called a chori pollo which is grilled chicken with cheese and all sorts of other delicacies but then they top it off with chorizo and i don't know if you've ever had chorizo yep god it's so good i mean it's just amazing so that's my first round pick. Can never go wrong with any chorizo. I don't know what the Mexicans do to their sausage, but they make it infinitely better than American sausage. Not wrong. All right. So that brings it back to me. Um, I'm going to go with another basic choice because I'm a basic human being. I love a, I love a really good steak burrito. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I, I get when I don't get the arroz con pollo, I get the steak burrito. So, steak burrito, another safe choice from uh, my side over here on Country and Cold Cans. Throw it over to Andy, who is more well-versed in Mexican cuisine than I. I want the, give me tacos off of the most exquisite of uh, Mexican uh, buildings. 
a vehicle on wheels. Ooh, the best truck. tacos. Mm. Food truck or trailer. I had some out of an old bus that was converted to a uh, uh, taco stand mm. uh, mm-hmm. Friday. Fantastic. So, so we're clear specifically food truck tacos. On wheels. Yeah. Bus, mm, trailer, okay. on wheels. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. for, for, to make it easier, food truck tacos. Yes. All right, Kyle. So my next pick is the classic. It's You can never go wrong with it for lunch. It's oftentimes unspecial for super cheap. That's the Speedy Gonzalez. It's an enchilada, taco, rice and beans. No matter where you go, there's always a Speedy Gonzalez on the menu. All right. Speedy Gonzalez. All right, so for me next... Um, I'm going to go with a chicken quesadilla. I love a chicken oh, quesadilla, um, especially when it's a little bit spicy. And at least from for what I can handle without sending me to the bathroom with the 30 second shot clock after I eat it. But chicken quesadilla is it's hard to mess those up. Now, I've had people to mess them up, but it's hard to mess those up. So that's my third pick. Third pick, I'm going to go with the... Uh... Your uh, plate-style breakfast burrito, like with the pork chili on top of it, with the little jalapenos in it. Exquisite. Mm-hmm. I'm amazed. My next selection has made it as far as it is, but it's a rose con carne. Mm. It's, it's, it's steak. You have raised the chicken to steak. Phenomenal. All right, so that brings it back to me. I'm trying to make sure that I'm I'm saying this right. I may save it for my next one if I can't. I'll save it for my next one. Um, I'm going to go with the specifically, and I know that people in Texas are going to get mad at me for saying this because it's become corporate and a big chain, but we just got one in Raleigh, and I like eating there. But specifically, I like the trailer park taco on flour tortilla at Torchy's. It's fried chicken with uh, all kinds of like cheeses and spices in it and everything. And then if I recommend going in there and making it trashy for two extra dollars and gives you queso and a couple other things in it. I love the trailer park. Mm, never had so, that before. It sounds so very good. I'm going with never the trailer park that. from Torchies. I'm going to go with what I would consider because I grew up eating them. I won't give me taquitos. To me, it's trashy. Because you just put them in the microwave. I even set a microwave <laughs> on fire one time making taquitos. Well, you remember when I ate some, uh, the awful Circle K? Uh, uh, what was it? Weren't they taquitos that I ate that, that time when yeah, I walked across the street They're probably tornadoes, but it's basically a taquito. Yeah. What it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, my next selection is, shows how out of touch you are, but it's the fajitas that come out on the steaming hot Ooh, dish. Yeah. I forgot yeah, about that. With, the, with the rice, the beans. You know, it's got shrimp, some steak in there, some chicken. Comes out smoking it on fire, and they give you the wraps. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tortillas on the side is a solid. I, I wish everybody did that. I don't care what kind of restaurant you're at. You could can't you imagine, go wrong with tortillas could you imagine, on the side. Could you imagine if American restaurants just were like, here's a biscuit on the side, a nice flaky biscuit. It would be phenomenal. Cracker Barrel does that. Yeah. yeah. No. I'm saying even at Cracker Barrel. Give me my Cracker Barrel food with tortilla but on the side. It doesn't, come, it doesn't come on the side, though, Andy. It comes before. Mexican food is the only place that does it with your food. Not Cracker Barrel switch. You don't you have yeah, to ask. You have to ask now. Before. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. I haven't been to Cracker yeah. Barrel in a while. Okay. I liked yeah. it better when it came before. Yeah, yeah the fajitas, too. bro. You gotta get them smoking out fajitas. fajitas. Where everyone, where everyone in the restaurant looks at you because, like, oh yeah, I know what he got because comes out on that wood plate. The lady's like, oh, hot plate, hot plate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. I can see it smoking. All right, so for my last pick, I'm gonna go with again a specific thing to where I live here in Raleigh. But there's a um, Mexican restaurant off of Glenwood that has a. Uh, a very common dish, but I, I love to eat it when I'm feeling a little bit frisky and I don't get the ACP. I get the Texas ACP. Texas ACP is steak, chicken, and shrimp. 
all together in your regular ACP. Yeah. Love that. Ton of food. It's only when I go in with an uh, empty stomach like, where I'm really hungry do I get that. But I'm adding an addendum. You have to get the big blue margarita to go with it. So blue margarita on a Texas ACP, you got me. I'm all about that. So that's my fifth pick. If we're going to be able to get this specific, I want the uh, the warm chips and salsa that you get at Mexicana's Grill in Gerald, Texas. I don't know what kind of salsa this is, but it's not cold like your like your regular tomato. It's warm and it somewhat tastes like somewhat like Wendy's chili, but in salsa form. It's fantastic. I'll eat the whole thing. I could almost drink it, except for it would set my mouth on fire and definitely send me to the bath. <laughs> fantastic. I'm surprised Andy hadn't picked truck stop burritos. I don't like truck stop burritos. You I ate one you know, that one time and we had to pause the podcast because you were about to shit yourself. No, that was a steak. Oh, was it? That was just a regular steak. Maybe I just made a joke about the truck stop burrito then because I thought it was funny. I, I am well equipped to to handle Mexican food. I'll live on it. <laughs> Doesn't mess me up anymore. All right, P2K. Last pick of the draft. Oh, P2K. Oh, uh, you haven't seen your name this entire time on, on the Oh, shit, yeah. That's broadcast. P2K, Kyle, yeah. Um, well, if we're going specifics, I'm going Chico's, a Greenville and Rocky Mount classic with the spicy Texas burrito, tender strips of beef or chicken, onions, green peppers, blah, blah, blah. And it's topped with just gobs of cheese and rice. Phenomenal. And I mean, when I say it's a burrito, I mean, it's probably like a one pound burrito. It's the whole big old plate. And it's the length of the plate. Oh, oh, so good. I've never had genuine Mexican food, Andy. Like, I only have one time. South, like Southwest Mexican. It's not like too different. Green really? chili is a little. Green chili is a little bit more popular, I, and I have definitely come to like green better than red chili. I've only had North Carolina Mexican. The only time, the closest thing I had to authentic, and I don't know if it was fully authentic or not, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you, but it was the food truck outside of the White Horse, uh, Little Honky Tonk in Austin, Texas. Um, yeah, we were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy that ran it didn't speak any English. I barely spoke any Spanish. He, had a, he had a picture <laughs> of what the food was, and I just pointed to what I wanted. It was the best Mexican food I've ever had in my life. You sound like my grandma when we go to the Mexican restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take this one. I've had like I guess uh, authentic as it gets. I've had Mexican food off of a of a food truck that had Mexican plates that came from Mexico on the border. But I've still I've had American stuff that I thought was probably even better than that. I don't know if what I have is authentic Mexican or feels Tex Mex. I don't. I'm not. An expert on from uh, what I'm aware, style of food, every so. every restaurant I've been to that calls themselves Tex-Mex, it is basically Taco Bell. <laughs> Tex-Mex is basically Taco Bell. The difference in like what you like what you consider Mexican and Taco Bell, I think Taco Bell is Tex-Mex. Hmm. Taco Bell is phenomenal drunk food, though. It's oh yeah, it's so good. However, inflation has hit them hard. Yeah. I remember when I could get like an ass load of food for like eight bucks. <laughs> now that same amount of food is like 20. So there's one regret I have for this draft that since we went specific that I forgot about. You started the specific stuff. Yeah, but the uh, can't put that, that smoke that, back that, in that cigarette once it's let out. That, that coffee truck. That's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. That oh, sells burritos. Yes. Yes. Jesus Christ, that was a fantastic burrito. What Andy's referencing was it was the New Year's Eve, twenty seventeen. Me, him, my brother, and my sister in law, who wasn't they weren't married at the time, but they are now. They were just dating back then. We went to Tulsa, Oklahoma, to Kane's Ballroom. We've talked about it on some early episodes of this podcast. We went out there to Kane's Ballroom to see Turnpike Troubadours and American Aquarium play um, uh, for New Year's Eve. And the night before the concert, we went to the Max, uh, which is this little barcade that's named after the uh, local hangout on Saved by the Bell. And that night, there was a coffee truck that was right outside the Max. 
And then we got to look at the menu and there were burritos available. And after everybody ate that burrito, we're like, this guy is either really fucking up or he's an idiot because he's branded himself as a coffee truck. And he has some of the best burritos that we've ever had in our lives. Like that, it was that good, wasn't it, Andy? That it good. was that good. So if I'm this guy ever listens to this, he needs to rebrand. Yeah. And tell me what the name is because I want more burritos. Exactly. I will come find you. I want burritos. Yeah. I do regret not drafting refried beans. By far the superior bean. And I like beans. Beans, beans, they're good for your heart. More you eat, more you fart. More you eat, more you fart. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, for next week, I'm on vacation uh, on a golf trip. So I guess uh, unless the other guys, they'll, unless they want to, uh, record something next week. I think we may be taking a week off uh, while I'm out. But um, as always, be sure to go follow us on social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Follow us on the YouTube, coldcansnetwork.com. Uh, smash subscribe and the alert bell. Uh, check out the website, coldcansnetwork.com for the written blog content. Carter's got a couple pieces up. I have one up in the, within the last week. And check out the the shop with the koozies and the hats. We got the trucker hats like I'm wearing right now. We got it available in black and royal blue. And then we also have some trucker style uh, rope hats, Richardson 113 style, with a very nice stitched patch on it, uh, both in navy blue and black. Check those out. We'll get those mailed out to you. Um, you can easy buying process right there on the website coldcansnetwork.com and you know this is a podcast so go to wherever you get your podcast whether it's apple podcast spotify podbean stitcher amazon wherever it is give us five stars great review click subscribe make sure you share it with your friends so uh helps us out a lot with uh, gaining more followers and helps us get into those podcast lists and everything so we're available give us a good rating for this episode of country and cold cans i'm logan sitting here with pk kyle and trucker andy we'll see you next time